Hey guys, I'm Natalie Younger. I'm Katrina Liao. And, and this, this is the Nat Cat Chat. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you guys coming on this journey with us. That is relatively new for both of us. Yeah, new, but really exciting. This is our first podcast. I know. There are many episodes to come, hopefully. Um, yeah, so the title of our first episode is What is Introduction? And that's a little nod to the late Alex Trebek whose last episode just aired of Jeopardy, and Katrina and I are actually both Jeopardy fans. Yeah, uh, we were talking about it, and in my family, we love watching Jeopardy every night. We went, And when all four of us are on there, like watching, it gets super competitive because we're all yelling out answers <laughs> and being like, oh, yeah, you're wrong, huh? Yeah. You're right. You yeah, know. families. Families. Yeah. yeah, my family and I watch it too, but I don't know all the answers so i'm not a jeopardy master we also call out wagers for the daily double like Ooh. how much we think they should wager oh we my mom does that okay but i i never really think about it that much yeah anyways all right so let's introduce ourselves a little bit uh so tell us about yourself katrina yeah um i'm from orange county i've been here my whole life and i'm currently a freshman at concordia university irvine I am a church music major with the Biblical Studies minor, and my hope is to become a church music director and or a church organist. I play the organ, fun times. Yep. She's a beast at the organ, you guys. Like, (laughs) the organ is a complicated instrument because you're not just using your hands, you're also using your legs, so it's a lot, takes a lot of coordination, but she she kills it. Thanks. Um, It's hard, but I hang in there. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Uh, All right, Um, I'm a business marketing major and a music minor. I play the viola. I try to play jazz piano. Uh, I just think business marketing is a cool thing because you're studying how people, like why people make decisions. Yeah. But then you act on it and you, you know, create different scenarios. But it's cool. And I'm also a freshman. I also go to Concordia. But something that is different for the two of us is... I'm a commuter, and you live on campus. Yeah, so um, even though I am from Orange County and I am really close to Concordia, I wanted to live on campus. I knew it'd be easier to meet people and be able to practice because I don't have an organ in my house. Well. That can't happen. <laughs> you could, <laughs> um, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, and you're from Orange County, too, and right. you're commuting. Yeah. So. so we do have a very different experience, but considering our different situations, I feel like we've gotten to a pretty good balance of, like, being able to hang out still. Oh, yeah, Even totally. Though, yeah. We're both close by, and we both do music. Right, and yeah. we were both homeschooled our whole lives. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. something that you you can't find a lot of people that have similar situations. No. Like, there's a bunch of people here at Concordia who have been homeschooled at some point right. in their lives. But to be homeschooled the whole way through, right. not that many it's people. kind of rare. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of stuff in common, so it's kind of fitting, too have a podcast together. Yeah. All right, so this is a perfect segue to how did this Genesis... Well, we, we met on a group chat, you guys. It's, like, Over not that summer, exciting. We, well, it was May. I, I, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it was, was May. May. I mean, all of us, like, incoming Concordia freshmen were having such a terrible senior year. I think everyone was just super right. excited to do college with the hopes of college being somewhat better Which it than is. high school. It is It is, better. It it is, is so better. much better. Even though we're Zooming and online and oh, stuff. Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we met on Instagram, 
and I privately DM'd you. Like, I privately DM'd a lot of people. I was very Oh, excited. I see how yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. no. But, yeah, I, like I remember um, talking to you. Yeah. We talked about music. Random when I found stuff. Out yeah. That. But I don't think we talked much other than we did just not. the introduction. Well, I didn't really talk to my, many people because I... I don't love meeting people online because I feel like you can misjudge people on both sides. Like, I am guilty of that as well, and I just didn't want to deal with that, so I was like, well, I'm going to see these people in person, and we can, you know, we totally. can figure yeah. stuff out then. It is a little weird but, meeting people online. Right. But we got to talk a little bit. I knew that we were from the same general area, and so, yeah, that was pretty crazy. But how do we meet in person like what was the thing with that there was a lot of stuff building up to that though because then in august uh the math my math professor did um a little zoom get to know you the week before school because she wanted to at least Mm. meet us and talk to us before jumping into the math stuff so i having nothing better to do you know i jump on the call and i see you i'm like yeah wait i remember talking to natalie yeah yeah and it was i remember that zoom call very vividly yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, there were other people I had recognized from right um, different group Instagram chats. or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so then I knew we were in the same math class, but that also meant we were in the same philosophy. Philosophy. Uh, shout out to Dr. Dean. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we met online a few different times in yeah. a few different scenarios, um, but we did not meet in person until. Because all, all our classes had been on Zoom. Right. But I don't know if we started rehearsal right away. Right. Oh, here, here's the other thing. So Nat playing viola, she is in the Concordia Sinfonietta. Mm. And I don't play orchestra instruments. Right. Like, I play piano and organ. I do voice and handbells, so I'm in those choirs. But right. I don't really do orchestra stuff. Right. But then I found out from a friend that I got placed in the special Baroque Ensemble. Which was created due to COVID and lack of ensembles because of that. And strings can still meet. Right. No wins. No Sad wins. time. Sad. But more strings. Yeah, <laughs> so I was placed to play harpsichord. Like right. harp, not, not organ, not piano. I harpsichord for this ensemble. And mind you, harpsichord is pretty similar to other keyboard instruments, but it's also different. Like, mm-hmm. it is very much a Baroque instrument because it's it came before the piano. Right. So I sort of knew how to play it. You had the general basic like, yeah. understanding of how it worked. Yeah, but I never anticipated that I would be doing that and yeah. working with that professor. Shout out to Dr. Hell. Right. Uh, but it was a good time. Baroque was fun. Yeah. And we have a lot of stories about Baroque that we can talk about in future episodes. Mm-hmm. But we didn't talk much there either. And at this point, we had two classes together and Baroque. And we didn't start really talking until October. And then we just hit it off. Yeah. Yeah. It was the day we were doing a recording session. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because we recorded. Wait, is that right? Yeah. No, we recorded the Bach Brandenburg Concerto. And then I was going off to dinner because, like, this rehearsal recording is late afternoon right and I was like because you were just kind of standing there and I knew that you had Sinfonietta like in an hour and there was a dinner break so I was like do you want to join me and my friends yeah yeah that was a good time honestly yeah so you're the real instigator here 
I guess. Yeah. I, I just saw it as a casual thing, or I didn't but know. You, did you know, know that you would be starting a podcast with this person in the next few months? No. Never would I didn't have either. that. Nope. No. <laughs> but nevertheless, we hit it off, and we hung out a lot, and uh, now we're here. Yeah. We survived here. our finals. We, we survived. We planned out just whenever Nat's on campus for music or anything. Mm-hmm. We've even, like done zoom class together mm-hmm like, yeah yeah that's fun uh just a lot of random stuff you wouldn't expect to do if it wasn't 2020 like mm-hmm. i would never imagine to be zooming and wearing masks with people but yeah here we are yep all right so we kind of wanted to do something that would be kind of a recommendation for our listeners and so we decided to do a shout-out of the day, which will probably either be a movie or maybe even a composer. Just kind of depends. musical artist. Right. A song. Could be anything. We don't want to limit ourselves to one specific genre. So our shout-out of the day is... That Thing You Do. Which is a film. Yeah, it's a movie... Um, I think I actually watched it over break. I, wa- I only oh, watched yeah. it fairly recently. Right. I hadn't seen it before. I kept hearing about it because even though the beginning it takes place in Pennsylvania, they filmed it in Old Town Orange. That's right. And that's near where I live. Right. So it was just so funny seeing, like, the place that I grew up with as a kid, like, on the screen and these actors. But they're saying it's Pennsylvania. Act- yeah, yeah. It's Pennsylvania. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> nope, I walked by that Right. <laughs> Right down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it came out in the 90s, I think. Yeah. It's a it's a great film because it's just, it's not that deep, but it's interesting and it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's just, it's fun seeing how that band, like, and they're like one song. Right. Yeah. One also how wonders. they went from, they were trying to come up with a band name and they wanted to be the Wonders, but spelling one. Oh, O-N-E. And, e, yeah. and then everyone thought it's it was iconic. O-Meters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then, um, what's his Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He's in it. He's in it. That's right. And the main guy who plays, I forget what his name is now. Isn't it his name Guy? I believe so, yeah. Guy Patterson. He's, like, not famous at all. Like, he was famous for that movie, and then I don't think he really did anything else after that. Just kind of oh, sad. Yeah, because he was good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I liked watching oh, him. Oh, and Liv Tyler's in it, too. She's in Lord of the Rings. She's oh, the... Arwen. I kept thinking yeah. that when I watched it. I'm like, yeah. it's Arwen, but she's she is also... not an elf in this movie. Right. She's also in The Incredible Hulk. She's Bruce Banner's oh. girlfriend. I actually haven't seen that. Ooh, we should watch that sometime. Okay. Huh. We're also going to watch Inception because she has still not seen that yet. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Yeah. It's okay. We'll watch it together. <laughs> It'll be super fun. All right. Yep. That thing you do, and if, even if you just, like, find the song on YouTube or something. Oh, yeah, or whatever, it's a song. I mean, but the song is the movie title. Right. Like, it's called That Thing You Do because their one hit, hit. Is right is a song. That thing so, you actually, do. we just gave you a movie and a song recommendation. Wow. That Thing You Do, that <laughs> song is on a lot of my playlists. I really, oh, really? love that song. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, catchy. It really, it's, it's so fun. Yeah. I think it's also set in the 60s. Is it? I believe so, yes. And the 60s is like all my favorite movies are from, are set in that time period. They're not necessarily made in the 60s, but they're set around that time period. So, yeah. All right. 
So. <laughs> so. <laughs> we're going on to, well, the big thing we wanted to talk about for this episode, since we've just kicked off a new year, 2021, that everyone keeps it's saying. so much better than 2020. Be better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, we're talking about New Year's resolutions today. Right. Because I, when we were brainstorming, oh, we didn't talk about how the beginning of the podcast happened, but we can, we can talk about that at a different time. But while we were brainstorming for the podcast, and I was making the logo, the like graphic art for the podcast, I said that I think we could talk about New Year's resolutions, and if they are really a good thing, and then we didn't end up actually talking about it, because we decided we were going to talk about it. It's funny now, yeah. Whenever we want to talk in depth about something, we're like, wait, are we going to want to save this conversation for the podcast? Right. And this just goes to show how much we talk because we decided to start this podcast on Thursday night. And today is Monday. We're we're recording this on Monday and we have talked so much since then that there's been so many random things that we're like, we can't say. Mm -hmm. But that's just because we've been talking Five days straight, or however many days. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No. Yeah, we were on we were on Zoom for like four hours. Right? Yeah. Figuring, planning all this stuff out. Um, Nat is great at graphics. I don't uh, even know how you. to do any of that. So she designed our logo, and I did. that's how we decided to talk about that thing we do. Because you were kind of inspired yes, by that. That actually is true because I had taken the font off of Google and I cropped each letter. And then when they were on the Illustrator file, it looked like that thing you do. The if you look poster. at the poster, yeah. each word has its own color and um, background thing. Anyway, yeah. so I was like, that reminds me of that thing you do. And then she said, I just watched that. Yeah. So yeah. Now we have our, our shout out of the day. And shout out. But yeah, back to New Year's resolutions. Have you set any New Year's resolutions for this year or like any year and like they've gone mm. well or... How, well, how do you the thing that? about New Year's resolutions is every year I say I'm going to do stuff, and then I either do or I don't do it, but it doesn't really matter what the calendar year is. Okay, this is my philosophy. If you're going to do something and you have enough motivation to do it, why do you need a new calendar year to do it? Why don't you just do it? I think people just automatically start thinking about how what habits they want to change or... Yeah. Implementing new goals. I get why people set New Year's resolutions. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, I kind of... Just, if you're going to do it, you should just do it. Don't wait until January Right, 1st. don't wait until January 1st. Okay. But maybe some people don't even start thinking about these resolutions true. until, like, that January is true. 1st. That is true. But you have a good point. Like, if you decide you want to start doing something and it's July... You're not going to wait until January 1st right. to do it. You should just do it. Right. Instead of like, oh, I'm going to wait for this year to be over. Right. And then I'm going to do it. Because I feel like that just leads to I'm going to wait a month. I'm going to wait a month. And, then and that's never, procrastinating. Right. That's procrastinating. Like, I'm all for just do it. But I'm also a procrastinator. Just so it's kind it. of like, just do it. One of the lessons for life. Shout out to Core Math. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all of our people in Core Math right now, you'll you'll get there. Uh, very soon. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So if you're just going to do it, why don't you just do it? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like setting a New Year's resolution, depending on what it is and what you're doing, and I mean, it's kind of a lot of pressure. That's true, too. Yeah. It's kind of an unnecessary pressure on yourself. 
And it's not even so much about New Year's resolutions specifically, but people have the mindset, and this was before 2020 and 2021 and all that huge mess, people always had the mindset of, oh, this year is going to be my year, and like it's going to be so much better than last year because X, Y, Z. When in reality, you're just you going through the same right. stuff. Life has so right. many constant ups and right. downs. You're not just suddenly going to be, like, having an amazing year yeah. on cloud nine just because the numbers change. Right, the numbers change. Because it's really just 365 days. Like, I'm all for celebrating New Year. Like, I'm grateful for a new year. I'm grateful to have what I have in this new year. Like, there's nothing wrong with celebrating a new year, but it's not like the year itself is going <laughs> to yeah, no, change. I know what you mean. Yeah. Right. Because I... I were you going to ask me? I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> have you ever set any New Year's resolutions? I have. Okay. The one that was an epic fail was, I think I was in my sophomore year of high school, maybe freshman. I okay. was like, I am going to read the Bible in a year. Ooh, this is a common And I was going to use like the Version Bible mm-hmm. app and one of those plans. And I got into it and it was like reading a bunch every day. Right. And it starts at the beginning with like Genesis and I think it had, like, some psalms with it. Because you have to read a bunch from different areas at the right. same time to be able to do it in a year. Oh, and maybe from Matthew, too. Right. So the beginning of each testament and then some, like, psalms and proverbs. Well, the Bible's really big. It and that's is. another thing we needed to talk about is, well, finish what you're saying and then I'll, I'll yeah, go back. Yeah, so I was, I was, you know, reading it. I was kind of on a pace and, like, I think just school life took over. Life takes and over. it. It's just a lot, and I realize, looking back now, I was reading a bunch every day, but I don't think it was really, You were really absorbing like it. I was not absorbing right. it. It was just like, ah, get through the plan. Right. It, I wasn't actually taking the time and thinking about it. And I right. mean, they set it up really well, and if you're, if you're really disciplined, like, totally, go for it. Because, and that plan had a good devotional to go with the reading that combined all the readings together like a common tie so someone really thought at thought it out and i appreciate um, those yeah it's great it was just way too much for me to handle at that time right i would love to do it at some point or just even have read all of the books of the bible um i'm in old testament class right now at concordia so we will be covering a lot of it um yeah but yeah i mean i would love to have read every single book of the Bible at some point. Yeah. We could do that together sometime. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. But anyways, actually, once you brought that up, I was thinking, because not even resolutions, but you want to do something every single day, like either take a picture every single day or whatever. Before 2020, it was December of 2019, I decided that in 2020, I was going to do a one second video every single day of 2020. Oh, Little did I know what the year was going to actually be, and a lot of it ended up being just me sitting in my house, <laughs> quarantining or whatever. But it was a lot of pressure. Really? Like, yeah. Like a one-second video? Yes, because every day, so I started out doing one second every day of December, just to be like, well, could I even do this for a whole year? And then we got to January 1st, and every day it would send me a notification, and I would never clear it until I had done it. So, like, I always, it was always on my mind. Oh. And it was just a lot of pressure. And I did do it. I did it every day. But I wouldn't do it. So you, you I, did it? I did like, it. Like, up until December 31st? Yep. Where is that video? It's on my phone. 
I'll show it to you after. Wow. It's six minutes and something long. Wait, hang on. I think I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Am I in it? Yeah, I'm sure you're in it. Oh, cool. Yeah. But it was just like, there's like, just that was, pressure. What, what motivated you to do that? I don't know. I think when I realized that 2020 was going to be like the year that it was, I thought, well, I'm already this steep in, so I might as well just do the whole year. But I'm trying to do it, but I think I'm going to just do a picture every day. I did do some pictures towards the end because it was too long. But anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like getting a snapshot of your year and yeah. documenting that all. That's kind of cool. just the pressure of doing something oh, daily yeah, is just, is. I relate to the yeah. that because it's just like, you feel like you're a failure if you don't do certain mm. things every day. Yeah, I think I've gotten to the mindset for resolutions like several years ago before I, my thoughts of resolutions kind of mm-hmm. changed. That I needed to choose some kind of goal of something that I would do every single yes. day. Instead of a general, oh, I'm going to like improve this. Because if yeah. I just make it so broad <laughs> and so general, then I have no specific plan or direction. So how is this goal going or this resolution right. going to actually happen? You do baby steps. Right. But it's a lot of pressure yeah. for each one. I mean, I've always found, and even with this year, um, I after like the whole Bible and year plan really flopped, I was like, well, I think I'll just start off, you know, studying some book of the Bible or doing some sort of devotional. Because... I mean, I've had just up and down times of, um, like, spending time in the Word. Right. I am sometimes really consistent, and sometimes I'm not that consistent. Oh, I feel that. So, um, I think a lot of mine are tied to Scripture and things like that. Right. Um, last year, what I was doing, uh, my mom gave me this book for Christmas that has a classical piece you listen to every day. Ooh. Um, so, it's like a calendar thing, and it's like a one-page like, a little part about, like, the composer and, like, that particular piece. Um, and I was actually, like, on a roll with that. Um, I did not finish it, though. Mm. I stopped in October. Wow. Yeah, Wait, sometime was that in the 2020? Fall. Yeah, 2020. Wow. Yeah, I... Well, I understand, School though. took over. Right. Co- college took over. College took over. Yeah. College I would, I mean, I would go back. Actually, that, that book's sitting in my dorm. I want to just go back and listen to the rest yeah, of the pieces. Like, I don't totally even care do what that. days they are now. Yeah. But, well, yeah. I think, yeah, you just want it to be that day, and if you don't do it on that day, it doesn't count. That's always my mindset. And then I've had to yeah. step away and think, it doesn't actually matter. Or for matter. me, sometimes it's like I'm playing catch-up, like I'll listen to some yeah. in a row. You have to do it in that order? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. Something that we didn't that we didn't talk about that we have in common is we're both not Lutheran. We're both Christians, but we're not Lutheran, and we go to a Lutheran school. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think a lot of Lutheran theology, I'm totally like, yes. Right. On point with you on that. Um, there's just been, like, little minor things here and there where I'm – I I won't, like, straight say I disagree with it, but it just right. makes me think a little bit more of, like, do I agree with right. this? Or not. I think that going to a Lutheran school, not being a Lutheran, is so interesting because it it's challenging me to critically think about things, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Like, it's making me want to study the Bible more and to figure out, like, why is why do they believe this or what is different with this? Because I grew up in a Southern Baptist church. 
my whole then, life. Yeah, and I started out non-denominational. Right. Uh, I now go to Presbyterian Church. Okay. Uh, we're part of ECO. Um, so, yeah, that's right. my background there. But. but anyway, just it's an intriguing it's an intriguing thing. And we're kind of the minority. Right. Yeah. For sure. Because you've got a bunch of Lutherans, and most of the Lutheran students here are LCMS. That's, right. That's what Concordia is, LCMS, mm-hmm. which is um, a branch of Lutheranism. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's cool about Concordia is that you don't have to say you're a Christian to be here. Right. So there's um, a lot of students here who aren't Christian. And, I mean, although... Um, Christianity and faith and the Bible are tied into lots of different things. Right. There's just this understanding and respect. Of, right. You know, not everyone here believes the same thing. But I feel like it's cool because there's opportunities for people to right. learn about God. Well, I think it's cool that they don't, it's not like a pressure thing. No, like, not Like, I think that schools that make you sign a document is just so wishy-washy and, like, a weird thing because... Like you don't sign a document to go to heaven, you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's not a transaction. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. A lot of and that's the main thing here. It's all about choice. Right. And which the, I the freedom to do that because like you're not all, you're not required to go to chapel here. That's true. Because a lot of those schools where you have to sign off and say you're a Christian, mm-hmm. you have to get chapel credit. Right. Like credit. And I think during Zoom times of online school, I think they still have to log in. Right. To online chapel. Because then they dismiss it and they don't even actually want to be there. So it's like a chore. Right. And like church shouldn't be a chore. No. Anyway, it's just been really nice to have like deep conversations with people who are Lutheran because. Yeah. They have reasons for why they Pretty much the rest of our friends here are. Yeah. Lutheran. Yeah. And we love talking to them about Yeah. It's really cool. But yeah, even we, well, I actually don't know how different Southern Baptist is from Presbyterian. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah, that's a conversation for another time. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Have you, um, well, you were successful with your resolution of doing the video picture every day. Were there any other ambitious or any sort of resolutions you've done in the past? (sighs) I'm trying to think. Ooh, something that wasn't so much a resolution, but I really, really have always wanted to do this, was my the two piano pieces I wanted to learn were Claire de Lune. I love Claire de Lune. And The Entertainer. Oh. And so on election night, we're not getting into politics, but on election night, I decided I wanted to start playing Claire de Lune. So I did, and I actually, I haven't gotten to play the whole piece. I'm still in the middle part with, like, all the sharps. You know that part? Like right, I've gotten, right, no, yeah. I've gotten the rest of it yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, that's the part that goes, like, green. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! We'll talk about that in a second. But anyways, so just, I've done either sides of the part that's in sharps. Right, right. It's You've done the complicated. flats, because it's flats, yeah. beginning and end, and on the middle. Flats are kind of easier, way easier for me than sharps. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But anyways, and then recently... Probably sometime last week, I pulled out The Entertainer, and I've been learning The Entertainer, and I'm like, these are the two piano pieces I've always wanted to play, and I can't play them, I'm not, like, a master, but... That's fun. It's kind of fun. Yeah, and it's fun to set, like, fun goals like that. Yeah. And all it being a chore. Yeah. Yeah. But also just finding time outside of, you know, whatever 
homework and music you have to, like, mm-hmm. practice and do. Right. Just doing that for fun. Piano has become very therapeutic because I'm not doing it for anything specific. Like, jazz I do for school. But, right. like, just regular just piano. piano. Yeah. Kind of me, too. Yeah. yeah. When I'm not accompanying students. Right, which she's yeah. also amazing at. She's... It is. She's really it has been good. a cool experience. I got to do it in the fall. I'm pretty sure I'm doing it in the spring too. Nice. I just haven't heard anything. Maybe yet. we will be oh, paired if? together. What if we were paired? That would what be if fun. I was accompanying your viola jury? We would practice a lot. It'd yeah. be fun. That'd be fun. Wasn't there a competition or something? Not a competition, but like, aren't we going to actually do something together? Right. So, piano, as piano? an organ student, um, I belong to the American Guild of Organists. You belong. Okay, I'm a member. <laughs> All right, it's kidding, it's low key kind of a. I don't, they're very organized. They all like it. There's not that many organists there, like around. Interesting. So you this not is told me about this is a national organization. Like, is it like the Handbell Musicians of kind America? Of, okay, yeah, but much smaller. I'm assuming. I don't know. Actually, it might be a little bigger than you <gasps> think it is. Interesting. So they do. Well, okay. So it's divided up into different regions. Okay. We are in the West region. And then within the regions, there are different local chapters. I'm a member of the Orange County chapter. Okay. Um, so sense. they put on events, and um, they're trying to still do things this year, even though COVID is happening. Like tomorrow, uh, my organ professor, Dr. Mueller, is giving a lecture. Oh. So Wait, at the thing? Or it, it's like with the AGO. Right. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the, the event I had talked to you about, um, they do a members recital. The local chapters do a members recital every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and either getting members of the chapter or getting, actually it's always members of the chapter because it's a members recital. <laughs> but they a- they try to ask different people every right. year. Um, and then it's at different churches in Orange County. But this year they wanted to do organ collaborations. Mm. So they wanted to feature performances with organ and some other instrumentalist. Which in um, this case would be a organ and viola. Ooh, yeah. So I like the sound of that. Um, yeah. So they're hoping to have it. I think in April, and hopefully it can be in person and masked. And right. Stuff. Um, hopefully. Yeah. If not, they'll record it. But I mean, twenty twenty one, man. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what twenty twenty one will bring? Who knows? Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. How did we get? Oh. I don't know how we got here. Yeah. We honestly, oh, I was gonna go back and talk flow. about why I said green. <laughs> oh I, I need yes. to explain this. So yes. I have this has, actually this has to do with how we met. Not how we met, but like I have something to say after you're done. Okay. But just say something so, about this. I have chromesthesia, which means that when I hear music, I see color. And well, I, I also have perfect pitch. Um but that <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm just, just saying, teasing you. Okay, I'm just saying it's that related is such to a flex. it because it's amazing. okay. No, it's yeah. amazing. I, know, I, know, I admire I know. it. <laughs> um, the colors that I see correlate to different major and minor keys. Right. So in um, Claire de Lune, that middle section, it's like E major, C sharp minor, mm-hmm. kind of like back and forth mm-hmm. in other chords. Um, so E major for me is green. Okay. Interesting. Um, but like. Pretty much just like your standard break green, if you know what I mean. Do we have anything Maybe green even. in this room? Uh, so that's mint green, so that's not quite green. that, my hydroflask, no. Um, maybe my lanyard. 
kind of that green. But I'm like saying it's like see. it's like a pretty standard green. Oh, I guess you is it Spotify is it called? Oh, Spotify? sure, Spotify is green. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then C sharp minor for me is like an icy blue. Mm. So and those kind of like those go together. Go together, yeah. Yeah. But the beginning and end of Claire de Lune with the flats, mm-hmm. it's D flat major, which I think is actually my favorite key. Let me guess which the is color it is. What? Like red. Close. It's like maroon. I was going to say or deep kinda red. kind of like this color I'm wearing. <gasps> Maybe. Maybe I have it too. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm you're kidding. Just I'm kidding. Okay. It's yeah, I love joke. D flat major. It's a really pretty, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful piece. But that, that specific key is yeah. a good key. Yeah. I have certain keys I like, but I need to memorize them so mm-hmm. I can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, okay, so Flipgrid is basically an app where, I don't know if this is a COVID thing. I've never seen the app before I started at Concordia. But, like, we started with COVID and, like, all these rules and all this crazy stuff that I don't know if it was a Concordia thing or a COVID thing. There's so many variables. Right. But anyway, it's like an app where you record yourself, like a discussion board post, but you record yourself talking. Anyway, and we're both in math together, so we had to make a video for something. An introduction video, actually. And she talked about how she had, wait, what is it called? Yeah, chromesthesia. Chronosthesia? Chrome. Chromesthesia? Oh, chromesthesia. Yeah. Like chroma. Yeah, chroma. Color. Color. Okay. Uh, And she talked about how it was kind of like... Ratatouille. Right. Remy and Ratatouille, the scene where he... Because when he eats food and, like, the fireworks go off in his head... The strawberries and the cheese. Right. Yeah. Sorry, it was specific <laughs> no, no, you're on good. the food. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's um, because when I see the color, I don't see any shapes. It's Interesting. just kind of like colors flying. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, she talked, and this, at this point we weren't really talking at all, and she said that, and if you know me at all, like, you literally could only know me for five seconds. You will know how much I love Ratatouille. And so I was like, what? Like, this is so crazy. And she mentioned Ratatouille, but then we still didn't, like, talk very much. I can't believe you remembered that. I remember that. Dude, it was very... I don't think I've ever told you this. This is a secret. Wow. I've been holding it specifically for the podcast. I I don't even remember saying, like, mentioning Ratatouille. I could probably tell you the whole video. I... When I first made an Instagram, like, my junior year of high Mm -hmm. school... Um, I did this, like, chromesthesia thing. I'm like, oh, if you have any questions, ask me. And mm-hmm. someone asked me what it was like, and I did mention Ratatouille at the time. So Ratatouille has been my reference for chromesthesia. Well, it's a perfect but. reference because it's, like, exactly what... Well, it's a little bit different because it's not music specifically, but it's, like, food. Right, but the idea of, like, colors, right. works, like... Yeah. So, like, me listening to music is, like, Remy eating right. the strawberry and cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just know the movie <laughs> very well. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about Ratatouille a lot because we will dedicate a whole thing to that. Another episode. Another episode. Another time. Yeah. Did we talk about how we started the podcast? I don't think we I did. I don't think so. But anyway, it was pretty much just I texted her. We decided to do it. We're we here. thought we had talked about it, like, oh, it'd be fun if, but it was very hypothetical. The like, last time maybe. we hung out, actually. Right, which was for my birthday. Right. Right before finals. Right. But it's been a month. We haven't seen each other for exactly a month. 
which is crazy. Yeah. Today is their first day right. seeing each other in person. In 20, I haven't seen you all year. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, speaking uh, of that, um, did you set any New Year's resolutions oh, for this year? Oh, did I set any New Year's resolutions for this year? Um, not really. I mean, I have goals. Like, I want to get all A's. I want to, actually, I want to join more ensembles because I just need more stuff to do. That was sarcasm. I mean, I don't need more (laughs) stuff to do. You low-key should join Bells. I low-key should join Bells. We'll see. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned, I think I mentioned that. You, I think you said you were Yeah, yeah. So I'm in Concert Bells here at Concordia, which is the group you have to audition to be in. Right. But yeah, I mean, I've rung at my church for like six years. Which is another thing we have in common. Right. I have done handbells. Well, I was in a hand-shime choir, which if you don't know the difference... They're basically the same. One is just circular and the other one's square. I mean, they're actually very different. But we're just going to say that they're similar. Wait, no, I know. that We play the chimes. No, about? I know. I'm saying I'm explaining Oh, oh, that. oh, got it. Of course <laughs> you know my hand chimes. <laughs> anyway, so I was in a hand chime choir for many moons. I don't know why I said moons. Many years. Um, and then I actually went to uh, Dallas and and there was one in Anaheim, which is not far, but... A handbell convention. And I don't think you knew this about me till very recently. Wait, when was, Actually, this, when was this convention? It was in 2015 and 2017. Okay. Because um, the handbell directors that are at my church or have been, I think, go to that convention. Probably. Yeah. It's like um, the handbell thing. But the Anaheim one, I think I had heard about it, and I was given an invitation to play, but I don't think it worked out. Right. But just, it's crazy because, like, handbells is kind of a very specific thing. Very specific. And we, we could have easily met at a handbell thing. Right. I feel like. Well, we have so many mutual, like, random people, not necessarily the people we know, but people we know of, Mm -hmm. that know both of us. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of crazy that we hadn't met before. Right. This. Yeah. So, that's... But yeah, no, you should, if you have the time, yeah. you totally should join more ensembles. Because, like, yeah. you, you could play in Americana. I know you've been thinking I about know. that. I know, I've been thinking about that. It's basically, like, folk music, which is, like, really fun. And it'd be fun to bring the viola into something less, you know, strict. Yeah. I mean, I love classical, but it's very much, you have to play And that's all viola's ever really known for. Because a lot Viola of isn't I mean, known for anything. Okay, I'm, <laughs> except I'm just, for being the butt of all the jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, it's okay. It I've I've accepted it now. It's been ten. Actually, I started playing the viola ten years ago today. Today. Today or yesterday. Today's yeah. a big day. Yeah. Today's just. Wow. That's what I happened. I started organ. I don't remember what day. It was February, my when I was in sixth grade. What Wait, are we in now? Seventh grade? Sixth grade. We're in 13th grade, 13th I guess. 13th grade. I'm just trying Freshman to do year. simple math. Right, math. Okay. So this is my seven seventh year of playing organ. Nice. I think. Yeah, but I've been playing piano for way longer. Yeah. But same. you need to be able to play piano to an extent to be able to go to the organ. Well, I guess you could start on the organ. Some it would people just do, but I've heard them, and I'm just like, hmm... The like, piano is definitely the bridge. You need some. You need to have basic technique with your hands, because organ forces you to do hands and feet. Right. Yeah. It would be very so, helpful to start with that. It's very helpful. Yeah. Totally recommend it if you want to do organ. 
Yeah. But, yeah. It's funny because I was talking early about resolutions and how in the oh, past yeah. I wanted to do, like, a daily thing, set thing, and not have it be so vague. Mm-hmm. And I think... I have set some goals for myself for this year, but they're a little more vague and open-ended. I think I just needed to not have so much structure because that created a lot of pressure. Yes, structure creates so. pressure. That can be like the yeah antithesis of this episode is structure creates pressure. <laughs> um, but all of mine are like health-related, which is funny because I... Mm. I'm, I'm, I've always considered myself to be a healthy person. Right. Like I've always eaten pretty healthy. Good for um, you. I used to be, well, I've never been that athletic. I did right. judo, like, way back in the day. Ooh, judo. Um, that, was, that was a fun time. Wait, um, do you know about my brother-in-law? No. Okay, we can talk. That's a whole other. Okay. It, just, it has episode. to do with martial arts. It's wow. pretty. It's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, over quarantine, I kind of got into an exercise routine. Which was good. Yeah. But then since college started, I've just been adjusting to all of this. Right. I'm really busy. And I thought, because now I have to walk from my dorm to the calf. Mm-hmm. And I used to think, like, that is my exercise. But right. as I see now, I'm like, this is a small campus. It's a pretty short walk. I don't have yeah. far to go at all. Even though I'm like, I'm yeah. in the back corner row. I have the furthest to walk. It right. felt like forever at first, and now it's like nothing. The first time I walked to the dorms... I was so confused because, like, they all look exactly the same. Yeah. So I can see how one of, like, the first times you walk, that would be confusing because, like, Oh, yeah, the it same. took me a little while to figure mm-hmm. it out. And now I just know the most direct mm-hmm. path. For sure. Um, yeah, so my goal is to be doing exercises. And because I, over break, I actually, like, was pretty active. Um well, oh, wait, my, over break, like, right now? Yeah, Christmas, nice. over Christmas break. Nice. Um, my family got a ping pong table. Fun times. Right. Um, ping pong is not, like, the, the most athletic, but like, right. it gets you moving, actually. And then my family's pretty competitive. Especially your family my seems very competitive. Oh, yeah. From what I've heard. Oh, yeah. Mainly my dad and I've my brother. i only met your dad, I think. Right, because yeah. he came to pick me up that one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to meet the rest of them someday. I know. Well, you got to meet my family, dude. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. So, um, and then I went hiking with my boyfriend a few times. Oh, yeah, we need uh, yeah. to go on our hike. Oh, right. We're going to do that. We will do that. We'll do that, too. So I went hiking, and then he and I played pickleball with another couple. Pickleball. From, our, yeah, so it's it's like tennis and ping pong. Oh, um, wait, but wait. It's, is it the huge paddles, but then it's like right. a smaller tennis right. court? So oh, it, I know what you're talking about. It's bigger about. than ping pong, but smaller than tennis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, but that was my first time playing. I learned how to do it. Nice. And um, it was really fun. That's And then fun. I was sore the next day. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, my boyfriend and I went on another double date thing, and we we were at a driving range. So with golf clubs and, like, hitting the balls in the water. Dude, um, I when you texted yeah. me that, you're like, I'm at a driving range. I literally turned to my sister, and I was like, what is a driving range? <laughs> and she was like, I think it's where, like, people golf. And so then, that's why I knew what it was. I mean, I remembered that driving oh, okay. had to do with golf. Yeah. But I wasn't just that intuitive. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is driving range? I was imagining, like, oh, cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's something new I did in 2020. Because um, my dad came with me and my boyfriend over the summer. And that was my very first time. Mm-hmm. And we were glad that my dad came along because he was the one who really, like, taught me how to do it. Because I didn't to know. To hit a golf ball? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been using my boyfriend's 
grandma's clubs because, uh, like, she's my height. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> um, oh, right. you have to have the clubs be the right size, and my boyfriend's a foot taller than me, so that doesn't work. Right. My dad has clubs, but, I mean, he's still taller than me. So I've had to, I've used these small clubs, and they're great. Right. And then I used them when we went to the driving range just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. So, and then I was sore the next day. <laughs> like, maybe you're going to be the next Tiger Woods. Yeah, like, I don't you're know. the next, you're the next golfer, dude. So, I've, I think for me, I just have to have fun when I do it, which sounds yeah. cliche, but, like, I don't think I could just straight up go to a gym and work out. Like, that's not fun for me. It needs to be. It depends. I don't know. Well, because, like, I did volleyball for four years. Right. And then towards the end. We would, like, work out and then do volleyball. I don't know. It was a whole big complicated thing. But anyways, we would, like, listen to music while doing it. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty awful, but it was also kind of fun. Yeah. We'd have to run a mile every day. Oh, wow. And our coach would just be like, just go run down the street. So me, it was just me and my friend because we were the only people that would go. Mm-hmm. So we would, like, run. <laughs> and it was awful, but it was fun. But, yeah, working out has to be fun. Yeah, for me. For sure. I, I agree. I admire people who can just go in the gym and do the same thing over and over again. I I don't, I mean. It depends on what you're doing. I guess so. And I, I haven't really gone to a gym, so maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it just depends. Pretty much everything yeah. in life, it kind of just depends on the situation. Right. You can't really make definitive yeah. statements. But yeah. And then another one of my resolutions is to just eat healthier. Mm, it's a been a one. little harder here. Um, okay, that here's must the be thing. very hard. So, the cafeteria food at Concordia is actually pretty good for college cafeteria food, like in general. Okay. Um, compared to my okay, compared to my boyfriend's school, it's this is way better. Like what, what we have here, and it is hard to judge because they have to do everything takeout now, so it's prepackaged in containers and it's not as fresh. Right. Um, and the weekdays are better. I right. know they make the food better the days the professors are here. Well, the, that makes sense. The weekends, sense. it's not so great. Right. But even with this, it's like the decisions I make to eat or just even watching my carbs and yeah, stuff. for sure. Trying to do that. I yeah. feel like that's always a resolution. Mm-hmm. It's just like be better. Be better. You have to be better <laughs> yeah, than but yourself. Like, how do you just... Be better. I don't know. Just make better decisions. I mean, I, do I have it figured out? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. My sister and I are doing Couch to 5K right now, which is, like, where you start, like, beginner running. And then oh. at the end, you can run a 5K, which is, I think, 2-point-something miles. Oh, nice. 5,000 kilometers. I would love to work right up to that, mile? which would probably mean yeah. doing some gym. But it's time, fun. But I actually enjoy it. Good. Because it's just, like, just go. Well, going in early in the morning, too. Well, not early, like, 7. Going at 7 is, like, nice because it's cold. Good, yeah. And, and we live in, years. yeah. Yeah. We live in sunny California where it is not cold. Right. But we <laughs> so. freeze anyway because we don't. When it goes below 60 degrees, Burr. it is freezing. It is sweater weather. Yeah. <laughs> I love sweaters. Which, it's been so fun meeting friends from out of state. and Oh, they think places. we're babies. Those, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, it's cold. Like, I'm sorry that my, I just am not used to it. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. No, yeah. It just, it is what it is. Yeah. I could not imagine living where there's snow. I yeah. mean, I love looking at snow. And I think I, I love, like, being in snow for a day. 
It's right. been a while since I've done that, though. Right. But to live in snow, actually, that would be a huge adjustment for me. Well, my sister lives in Illinois, and so when I visit her, I've only visited her in the winter. Mm-hmm. And it's cold, but we pretty much just sit in her house all day because, like, there's not much to what do. What time of year do you go? Winter, like okay. January, December. Got it. December, January. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last time I was in Alabama... I actually, it was not that bad. I adjusted pretty quickly, and I just only wore, like, a crew neck, and it was fine. And that was over the spring. Yeah. Right? Okay. Was, yeah. That was a couple of weeks ago. Right. But just, I adjusted pretty quickly, which was surprising. Wow. Because. That's good. Being from here, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think my tolerance for the cold is getting a little better. Me too. Because. Like, here we have to be outside all the time because it's the most safe for COVID. Right. Because, like, even, you know, eating meals outside. Right. I mean, you can take it back to your dorm. But, like, if you You're actually want to be around people, you have to be outside. Well, so we, do, we even do classes outside sometimes just because it's nicer to be outside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But when it's really cold, I'm like, I think I'm just used to being cold and bundling up and stuff. And I've, yeah, I realize, like, and I love my family, but <laughs> when I go home and, like, um, we're out and, like, someone's complaining about the cold, I'm just like, it doesn't bother me as much. It doesn't bother but you as much. Yeah, actually, that would make a lot of sense because I just spent a lot of time in my house or, like, indoors. Right. But with COVID, yeah, you're outside a lot more. And and then if you're wearing, a, I mean, not, I shouldn't say if, right? Right. Like, when you're wearing a face mask, right. it keeps your face warm. This, it's something I've noticed. Yeah. Is, like, before, like, it would just be so, like, hot. Constraining, yeah. Right. When and it's you, really but hot. then when it's cold, it's, like, It's actually nice. kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. A little win-win so there. It's so weird You're that protecting we've... other people and you're keeping your own face warm. Right. We're getting to almost a year of mask wearing, which is crazy. That's crazy. Actually, no. It, it wasn't exactly March where the masks became a thing. Yeah, well... No, because I remember first, in June, yeah. stores still didn't require masks. Really? Yes. Oh. Where I lived, they didn't require masks. Oh, interesting. Like, they were recommended, but they weren't required. Mm. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning, I I had a bandana. I'm like, that's all I use. But mm. then I, when I realized, I'm like, oh, maybe I should get something. And some friends of ours from church uh, started an Etsy shop and making these mm. really nice masks. And actually, the one I have right here, this was like the first one I ever had. Whoa. And this was made by their Etsy shop. That's Shout crazy. out to Coruscant Collections. If you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> How many masks do you have from them? How many masks do you have, period? Okay, from them, I think I only have two because I just bought those okay. at the beginning. Gotcha. But then my aunt, shout out to Auntie Katie if you're listening, <laughs> as a graduation gift, she got me a bunch of the floral masks that I wear. Right. So I probably have, like, a dozen um, that I rotate through and wear right. and wash regularly. And I, it's gotten to the point where I just like to coordinate them with my outfits whenever possible. Right. It's kind of fun. It's yeah. a little accessory. Yeah. I only have two. Oh, okay. I have gone. Well, that's kind of a lie. Is I have a, one that my mom made at the very beginning that it's, we, she didn't exactly figure out. Well, I, I'm not surprised because it's kind of an awkward shape, but, like, it doesn't exactly... It kind of comes off when you're wearing it because it's not made for the face exactly. 
Okay. Because it was confusing times. The patterns were confusing. It was right when it started. Right. So, like, I totally understand that it's not perfect. And then I bought one from a company called DeSoto, I think. And it's the one that would wrap around your neck, but it, like, had a thing. Whatever. It was also black. And then I got this one from school. So I only wear this one now. Mm. So. Yeah, I think I only ever see you in a black mask. Yep. Because those are the two. But I, I pretty much, ever since I got the one from school, I only wear the one from school. See, a lot of people have it, and it's nice because it's, like, black and sleek. Mm-hmm. But for me, since I wear glasses, yes, that one fogs my glasses up This like is crazy. something that's so interesting, is I didn't realize how many people I knew that wore glasses until COVID, because I, like, started thinking about it, because I knew that, you know, certain masks make your glasses fog up. I didn't mm-hmm. know how much of a thing it was. Like, I, didn't, I don't think about people wearing glasses at all. Like, it's not weird. Like, it's not something I think about. Right, right. It's just a part of us. Right, it's just a part of you. So, like, yeah. I don't think about it. But since COVID... Right, so all of my masks have a wire. And actually, the ones that right. my Auntie Katie gave me, the floral ones, those mm-hmm. did not originally have a wire. Mm-hmm. I asked my mom to sew a wire in them. Right. And I think she's used, like, a twisty tie. Because it, it holds to your nose, right? Yeah, so yeah. I fold it over and it sculpts over my nose. And then if it's really cold, just because of, like, the cold of the outside air and the warmth on my face, there might be a little bit of fog. Mm. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of readjusting to make sure that they don't fog up that much. Right. Um, but it is so helpful to have a wire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some masks have a wire built in. Right, right yeah. Yeah. But it, what's interesting is, you know how I have those tie-dye ones? That I made it the yes. the Res Life event mm-hmm. that my RA did. Mm-hmm. Um, those ones don't fog up my glasses, and they don't have a wire. But I think it's because it really hugs my face. It must be because of something. No, it's really close to my face. <laughs> okay. So and Sorry, it just covers I just, it. Just like just what I just said doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I really can't. said it must be because of something. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how things work. Yeah. But that is yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry you have to deal with that. That's It's okay. You know, I just work my way around it. Oh, you got new glasses. I did get new glasses. I haven't seen you with okay, these here glasses. Okay, little stories. We're wrapping up our time here. Right. Um, I go to Target Optometry, mm-hmm. and um, I went in for my appointment, like, the week before Christmas, and I'm like, oh, we'll be ready this time. So I thought they'd be ready, like, after Christmas, and then mm-hmm. I picked them up then. But they were actually ready sooner. Nice. So I got the call of, like, December 23rd, that evening or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to get them as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. So that meant going to Target on Christmas Eve. What was I doing That was terrifying. Really? Oh, because it's Christmas. There were so many people. Sorry, I was, like, so... Oh, no, so many people there. What does that mean? It was really stressful, and then I was with my brother and my dad... And I love them, but, like, they were walking really slow, and I wanted to just get in and out of there as soon as possible. Right. So I just, like, got to the front, and I was, like, leading the way. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, wow, okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I And it's not even because of COVID that I was just, it's just, like, the amount of people. Yeah. Like, I just wanted. There's probably some phobia for it or whatever, but. Claustrophobia? I don't know. I don't like big crowds. What's the phobia of crowds? I feel like it's claustrophobic. Eh, actually, it's something. We need to know. look up stuff so we can like be like, this is the definition of <laughs> right, this. Right, and be professional. What did Dean say, our philosophy professor? He said that like 
you need to add knowledge to your pool of information, like when you're discussing things, because it's not just the two of, or however many people, like, just spreading around the information they know. Like right. You need another source. You need more sources. Like Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Aristotle. I mean, Aristotle! <laughs> Aristotle! Oh! I was thinking of Aristotle, because. Okay, that's a story for another time. That's a story for another time. Yeah. It involves turtles and a whole bunch of other stuff. All right, so we're going to wrap up. Thank you so much for tuning in to so our much. first episode. Yeah. It's uh, been a wild ride. <laughs> if you've made it this far, just, like, let us know. Let us know if you made it to minute 57 of this because I will be impressed. Um, anyway, on this season, we're going to have some special guests in the future if we're lucky. Maybe some familiar faces. I mean, voices. But, I mean, they'll be familiar for us. They might not be familiar for you. It'll but be fun. It'll be fun. Lots Much, to look forward to. Yeah, lots to, look more, lots to look forward to. And a lot more, like, information coming. Because, like, yeah. this was just... We're just, we're just trying just this out. dipping our foot into the pool of We will of get into a good flow of stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned for what's coming next. Stay tuned. Uh, I'm Natalie Younger. I'm Katrina Liao. And we'll catch you next time. See ya.